Coming up on Rugby Wrap-Up, Major League Rugby stuff with Rugby United New York's owner James Kennedy and number eight Ross Deacon. Highlights from professional rugby in the Bronx. Brought to you by our friends of the British Council. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy here in New York City talking rugby at Studio 34, the Fantasy Sports Network. We have a big Major League Rugby segment for you today about the epic event at Gaelic Park in the Bronx. That's right, professional rugby in the Bronx, in New York City. We have the owner of Rugby United New York, James Kennedy. And the number eight, the dashing Irishman, Mr. Ross Deacon, who's actually born in San Francisco. Ross, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. James, welcome. Great to be here, Matt. All right, fellas, before we start chatting, uh, we have highlights of the epic day, which began with the fire department edging out the police department in a nail-biter, warming up the battle between New York and Boston. But let's let the, uh, the tape talk for itself. Let's go to the highlights. These highlights brought to you in part by Afia Sports Training Group and Friends of the British Council. Hey everybody and welcome to Gaelic Park in New York City, the Bronx to be specific. A great gritty backdrop, Rugby United New York and the Boston Mystics making history. Can you smell that in the air? There's History is in the air. It looks fantastic. And the first try goes to New York. The captain, the butcher, Dylan Fawcett. He doesn't want to give that ball away. Marcus Walsh trying to poke it in, and he does. The scrum half. Hume with a little grubber. Look at this. And it's a try. What a try. Spectacular. Spectacular try. For New York, here I am saying I don't like the kick from Hume. That's why I'm in the booth. Take a bow. Wow. Take a bow. That wow. Was... And it is indeed verified. A tremendous try. That is Michael St. Clair. Really well <laughs> finished try. Wow. To keep the ball alive there, the pace to finish it, the balance to stay on your feet. You know, tick them all off the list there. He's done everything you need to score a try in rugby there. There's Vakasisi Kakala, and he is in for a try. There's Ross Deacon, and we got a little Donnybrook here in the Bronx. Imagine that, Boston versus New York. And Who a would have of, thought, yeah. I know. He fell off his feet accidentally. We're going to go back to the scrum. Alex, he fell off his feet accidentally. How many times does that happen at Gaelic Park? <laughs> I need to remember that excuse if I ever play rugby again. <laughs> there are a lot of people falling off their feet accidentally here at Gaelic Park. Uh -oh. oh, there's a huge run. Look at it. He's going all the way. A little uh -oh. Patrick. Mike Patrick. Look at Mike Patrick. He went to the try zone. He's in there. Oh. <laughs> Mike, oh, wow. Mike Patrick. Look at the way they've kept the front together they've not sort of gone around an edge and now as they get to the line then they can spin around at the time where you can score the try it's a very very well worked forward try there here we go oh, look at the big man great offload. and who's that i believe that is that guy again that kid's got a future in this game i'll tell you that petri puts it into touch and that's it ladies and gentlemen gaelic park Rugby United New York, Boston, history made. A final score of 50 to zero. We put up half the 100 in our first ever home game, sold the place freaking out. People hanging for the rafters, and you start off like you're a librarian. Well, let's try it again. That was freaking horrible. Let's try it again. Horrible. Right, that was pretty cool, yeah. right? Pretty cool day. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. you would know you had the best seat in the house at number eight, and you had, you uh, you paid for his seat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, were you stunned by the turnout? No. no. You you fully anticipated a sellout. I anticipated there would be a lot of people there, and I listen. I I'm, I'm very very happy, excited that there was that many people there. Um, uh, I know if we play again next week, we can double that crowd, and we can double it again and again and again because you talk to anybody who was there, the buzz, the f- the atmosphere, the feeling, the old school rubbiness of it um, was just amazing. It, yeah. it just felt rubby all the way through. Uh, uh, the kids, the the teams that represented, uh, just amazing. Just yeah, like that, flipping amazing. Stellar you know? black backdrop. Yeah, st- right. Yeah, amazing. Stellar, amazing. Yeah, I mean, New York. <clears throat> that that fake backdrop of the subways was the best thing we ever spent money on. I mean, CGI. I, was, I wasn't sure. Was it CGI? Yeah. Was that what it was? CGI. It was. So we, we just built a really expensive green screen and yeah. put the CGI of the subways in there. It was yeah. all post production yeah. work. It was a fantastic map. Guys, we do have to take a quick break. Okay. So we'll take a break, and we'll come right back. We should talk to Ross at some point. And we'll talk to Ross at some point right after this. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street. If you're just joining us, this is a big match and a big moment as Kleister's toes the line. You know, John, Anderson has really been struggling out there today. Huge mistake as Kleister's clinches another title. Don't let your nutrition get in the way. USANA, the official multivitamin of the WTA. Hey, we're back at Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy in New York City. Fantasy Sports Network, Studio 34 on West 35th Street. James Kennedy of Rugby United yep. New York and Mr. Ross Deacon of Rugby United New York. Uh, we left the, at the break where you were insisting that we speak to your eight-man slash number six slash number seven because you could basically play anywhere in the back line. I was watching that. Uh, your performance up close on Saturday, and you were all over the pitch, and I apologize to you. In, in a good way. He was all over the pitch in a very no. organized and specific way. Well, I, would, I, wasn't, I wouldn't indicate to a man that's larger than me in punching distance that he was all, all over the pitch in a bad way. Okay. Just right? Just that he's the editorializer over there. Uh, Ross, after watching the match again and again, I realized you're basically in every play, every breakdown, and um, you're playing in the Bronx – the Bronx is synonymous with the New York Yankees. And in baseball, you have the opening weekend and you have all kinds of stuff going on with America's pastime. Baseball teams are built on strength up the middle. And you guys are strong up the middle. You got Fawcett at Hooker. You got you at number eight. You got Walsh at scrum half. And you got Hume uh, uh, in center field at 15. Brakley and Gannon at, at, uh, is probably the best lock pairing in the country. Oh, all right. Oh, is the best lock pairing in the country. I'm not. I'm not leaving them out. Yeah, just, I'm just. Up the middle. You know, they're, it's like catcher, shortstop, center field. It's a baseball analogy. I thought we were on a rugby show. I saw. It's I a got, baseball got, analogy for rugby. <laughs> He tells us to talk to his eight man, hang, hang and on, then I got, I got. Russ was born in San Francisco, but he left there as a one-year-old. He may not know that much about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been following the Yankees. All right, all right, oh, good. Whoa. That's the wrong show. Wrong, wrong team. Anyway, Ross, strong up the middle. Uh, you guys, you guys look like you do what you're doing out there. Did you anticipate that drubbing of Boston? Um, no, not really. To be honest, I, I like. I knew we were going to be in a in a bit of a fight um, at the beginning of the game, but um, to, it didn't seem like a fifty point game. If you know what I mean, it like when we came off the field, we didn't we didn't think oh we've just beaten Boston by fifty points. It right. was 
it never felt that way. I mean, there was a couple of soft tries and a couple of mistakes and stuff like that, but I don't think we ever felt as though we were, you know, completely running away with it. They were still, like, we still couldn't switch off with him. Like, do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I mean, it was. It, we just had a good day out. It was. I think everyone was up for it. It was. They kept coming. That's a lot of reason why the score was so high because they kept coming. They didn't. They didn't curl up and say, "Okay, we're going to preserve." 20 point loss and maybe nick a couple of penalties they kept on coming and yeah and, you know and when, listen we're able to bring on mike petri you know with 10, 10 20 minutes to go yeah that's a huge difference so we're bringing on fresh experienced guys that can tear people to shreds three world cups under his belt yeah three world cups yeah if he plays like that it'll be four world cups right you know right. so oh wait a minute speculation what? speculation speculation we love speculation <laughs> ross you want to second the speculation Mike Petri yeah. going for his fourth World Cup? Absolutely, yeah. Can't see why not. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, so, but, so, Ross, are you saying that Mike Petri's better than Ross, uh, than Marcus? Never. I'm not. I'm completely objective <laughs> in all this stuff. So. He's learned to ride the fence well with his <laughs> yeah. background at, at uh, Lansdowne and the under-20s of both Ireland and the USA. Yeah. That's, yeah. Pretty, that's, that's a pretty cool feat. Been around, all right. right? And yeah. you did it when you were 35. Exactly. When I look, when I look thirty-five, with the nose and glasses. No, you don't. You don't look a day over twenty-two, my friend. God bless you, uh, James. You know, you mentioned the the, the depth, and um, it's the difference between a men's club and a professional team. We were talking about it during the match. How you got guys coming off the bench. It doesn't matter what the score is for both sides. They're playing for a spot. They're playing to play for rugby for a living. Did you see uh, Fury? When he I did. On the field? Yeah. You know, and he didn't make Jake, Jake. Jake Fury. He didn't make the bench the week before. You know, um, not because because there's a limited amount of spaces on that on that bench, but like he came on and he tore it up yeah. like fucking hell. Yeah. Like you the, know. the brunette Thor. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a bit weird, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but we can get weird here. It's okay. Our, our bench is strong, and the club players in the clubs that when they go practicing are playing for positions on our team. Like we have an amazing squad. I talked I talked to an agent today out of England, and and he was like, "Oh, I got this guy, this guy, and this guy." I'm like. Well, they're going to have to earn spots. There's no space we can give up. There is no spot on our team where we're weak. They have to. You can send out whoever the hell you want, but they have to earn their spot the same as everybody else. So right. I'm not giving anybody a contract out of the UK because they were lucky enough to be on a good team for a while. It, it, this is a good team. Uh, I, yeah. I Do I wish we were playing the MLR now? Yeah, I do, because we'd win it. We'd walk away with it. I believe in these players. We would crush people right now. But we're not in it because we have logistics. It's New York. It's not It's not easy to do things here. I'll tell you what, though. Uh if Gaelic Park was your home park, you'd, you'd sell out all the time. We'd, yeah. Oh, we'd sell out Just the atmosphere, the bar. You know, there was empty seats on camera, but it was because the bar, the storied bar, was jam-packed no, the bar in New entire York time. Yeah. Right? And people don't understand that. They just see this this thing, and it was crazy in there. We, we, no, it was it was just electric soup to nuts. Yeah. And... And it was great to be part of. Uh, you know, it was a lot of hard work on the on the part of a lot of your folks, specifically. Oh, my staff, and the Shant, and uh, Brian, uh, Neve, uh, Kevin McCor- Kevin KJM, the third. Um, yeah, McCrory. McCrory. Yeah. All those guys, I worked their butts off for weeks and weeks and weeks, and then, and it, it's all to them. And then the players showed up and, and kicked ass. And, and despite the fact, did you think you were going to be playing in snowshoes? Because Mother Nature dumped a storm on us in midweek where... I know, we were all a little bit uncomfortably anxious about how we were going to pull that off other than having double show-snoveling thing, right? It was just crazy. Well, you know, we're a rugby team, not a soccer team. We're playing. Of course. You know, we're, we're effing playing. So, and, and geez, did we play, right? So, I mean, we, we lit it up. 
and I said, it's, it, I feel bad for the players because they need a crack. They need a crack at Glendale. They need, need a crack at Houston. They need a crack at San Diego, and they will crack them in half. Yeah. You know, so. Those are big words. Hey, backed up by big men. But, and I'm excited for the MLR because look at what we can do. Look what we can do as an MLR. Look what we can do as a league. Um, and I can say that you have to earn your spot on this team right now. You know, Ross. You've played in front of some crowds before. You've played some great rugby in your life. You grew up in a in a great rugby environment. He grew right? up in a trailer park. And in the a tinker, he, grew, he was a tinker. He was. A, uh, he was, was always a very deep tinker. Tinker R F C. He was always in Taz. <laughs> <laughs> tree. Uh, he was uh, a tree times. He was of the traveling people. <laughs> so for the folks at home, Google Tinker. Um, what was this like for you? Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was. I haven't. I suppose I haven't played in that sort of an environment in, in nearly two years now since I've been here. So it was great to get that sort of a crowd. It's not something that that you'll see all the time. I mean, down in Houston we had a bit of a crowd when I played with Nyack as well. But just in New York to get that kind of, that kind of a crowd to a rugby game is phenomenal. Like, do you know what I mean? And I think the venue was perfect for it as well. So um, yeah, long may it, may it continue. Like, do you know what I mean? Like you said earlier, you can't get any more New York than seeing the snow there and seeing the, the subways just above you like do you know what I mean it's it's kind of a landmark spot so Gaelic Park you got Irishmen throughout your roster you yeah. got an Irish owner did, did any time you had to say wait where am I am I in New York or am I in Ireland no you knew you were in New York you yeah. always knew you were in New York it, can, I mean. it, can he answer the question please um, I'm for the guy alright you know, he's getting to the next breakdown he's fine <laughs> he, he can handle himself so I uh, there you go. <laughs> Sabotage. <laughs> Sabotage. And I want to get last word from you. What is your impression going forward of professional rugby in the United States compared to what you've seen over in Europe? Um, yeah, I mean, it's very, it's very encouraging to see now. Like, um, I just can't wait till we get a, get a crack at the actual MLR itself um, next year. Um, I mean, the exhibition is fine, but you, you want to be in the real thing. You want to be against that sort of an opposition and, and have something to really play for. Ross, so. Ross, can I ask you a question? How would you fare against an MLR All-Star team? Right now? Yeah. I reckon we'd have a crack against anyone. I think with that group of so lads... You're, you're, you're saying, bring an MLR, we'll yeah. play your All-Star team. We'll I think that's you. what he's saying. That's what you're so, saying? Yeah. We're saying we, would we play that game in Red Bull? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay, yeah. you're hearing it here, folks. This is breaking news. We have a challenge to the MLR from... An MLR owner. MLR All-Star Game against Rugby United, Red Bull Arena. What month? Do it after the season, right? So we do it in uh, July? July. You look for it, folks. The MLR All-Stars versus Rugby United New York at Red Bull Arena in July 2018. You heard it here first, right? Yeah. All right. On that note. I don't know if they'll step up there. I don't know. I think that'd be scary. <laughs> oh, the gauntlet. The gauntlet. You talk about gauntlets being thrown. He's got to be a regular on this show. This is beautiful. You, you finally come out of your show. You found your, you found your, your, your swagger here yeah, on, yeah. on Mike. Well, you know, I've seen how bad you are. So oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, well, whatever works. You know what Harry Truman said? It doesn't matter. Who you bomb is not drop the bomb. No, that's, he, also, he also said pass the catch up, please. But he also said. It doesn't. It, it, it's amazing what, did, what. What did he say? It's amazing what, what you say? can accomplish if you don't care who gets the credit. Oh, yeah. 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 Write that down. Anyway. Uh, you know I can't write. That's not fair. Thank you for coming on. Uh, you played Thanks a stellar match. Thank you. And I personally wanted to apologize for not noticing that ahead of time. No. 100%. But uh, but the, the the post was. I just I tell you what. Ross Ross was Ross was bang up, but uh, Mike Sinclair was was amazing. Oh as yeah. Well. 
You know, yeah. but there was Lucium again, always, right? So everywhere, yeah, everywhere. I mean, there yeah. was there was three or four guys that man in a match. Well, easy. to be honest with you, it was a, it was a difficult choice. We picked Dylan Fawcett, and that was out of Cor- Alex has- Alex Corbusero and Phaedra Knight yeah. and I. But it could have been anybody, really, because right throughout the the roster, you guys had performance after performance. Saint Saint Clair scored the the most electric try. That, yeah. that, that's, there's not going to be a better try this season. I'll I'll go out on that limb. I, I disagree. I think uh, I think Jake uh, Mike Petrie's first try with Jake the Jake Fury break was a better try. It was great. Um, Jake's Jake's break was just electric. He was on the crowd side, so obviously people, well, both of them were on the crowd side. But it also so. combined every athletic move that you can yeah. do in rugby. That's yeah. the thing, and keeping his balance, getting the hand down, all of it. Yeah. All right, but you know, it was to ar- to have this kind of argument about professional rugby in New York City is what what, what makes this whole thing great. It's a nice change. right? It is. <laughs> it's so much better than hey, did you see the Manhattan versus New York yeah. uh, B game after yeah, the, 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 this. But anyway, congratulations, guys. Glad to have you uh, on the show. Very happy that you guys have this thing going on, and I'm looking forward to more of it. Mr. James Kennedy. Thank you, Matt. And Mr. Ross Deacon. Thanks very much, Matt. And on that note, Matt McCarthy talking rugby in New York City, professional rugby in New York City at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 on Rugby Wrap-Up, which you can catch on all social media platforms and in a podcast. Signing off.